This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, this is where uh, Tom Hanks' voice is coming out again in, in my head. I've got the uh, the league of their own Tom Hanks, the coach of the uh, the women's uh, baseball team, in the back of my head. You know, there's no crying in baseball, but instead, it's you can't fire Lori Lightfoot. You can't kick Lori Lightfoot to the curb. Uh, Lori Lightfoot, for those who don't know, is this train wreck of a mayor. Yeah, kind of like the former mayor who's the train wreck of a Department of uh, Transportation secretary right now, Pete Buttigieg. But Lori Lightfoot has been absolutely miserable uh, for the great city of Chicago. She has just destroyed Chicago. But then again, how many other Democrat mayors have destroyed other Democrat-run cities all across uh, this this great country? But anyway, Lori Lightfoot, yesterday I played a, a great report from Jeff Manasso at a Fox News radio, and Jeff Manasso's report said, hey, it's election day in Chicago for, uh, for the mayor, and Lori Lightfoot was running for re-election. And he said... He said she's she's likely to lose the Chicago mayoral race. And, uh, you know, based on the polling that they had, well, that's exactly what happened last night. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot ousted, uh, voted out. She only got what did she get, like 16 percent of the vote even? I mean, absolute embarrassing annihilation against Lori Lightfoot last night. And uh, first time in 40 years that a, an incumbent mayor of Chicago has lost uh, their uh, re-election. First time in 40 years. That's how bad you have to be. That's how bad Lori Lightfoot has been. I mean, carjackings, murders, yeah, the thefts, you name it. So Lori Lightfoot is out. She did not make the top two uh, for the runoff. I'll play some of the official news coverage for you here later today. But, you know, I was... It must have been because I flipped over to MSNBC to see what they were yapping about. And it's all Ukraine all the time on MSNBC. Uh, that's all they were talking about earlier this morning. And so I, f- I figured I'd flip over. And, and I think it was because I was listening to MSNBC that it, that it came to mind. They can't fire Lori Lightfoot. They can't kick Lori Lightfoot to the curb. I mean, she is woke upon woke upon woke. I, I don't know if you know this, but not only is she black, she's gay. She's black, she's gay, she's gay, she's black, she's black, she's gay, she's gay, she's black. I mean, she should be the next White House press secretary uh, based off of, you know, because it's only about checking the woke check boxes. Uh, the, 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 you know, that's that's what it's all about for the Democrat Party in America today and for the, the woke uh, uh, liberal media mob as well. So it's like, well, you can't kick Lori Lightfoot to the curb. She checks too many woke check boxes or maybe because she's. Uh, a biological woman, uh, maybe maybe that's why. If she, see, if she was a, if she was a, a a biological male who pretended to be female, uh, see that's she was missing the third checkbox. That's why they're kicking her to the curb. Because if not, boy, they couldn't kick her to the curb if she just simply identified as a female. Then she'd be a hero. She'd be a champion. Uh, anyway, hey, but you know what? Some of our Democrat-run cities in Montana got problems with homicides, too. So let's start there after this.
Here is your Montana news. The family of a young man killed in a bar parking lot is suing the bar. The family of Bo Beaumont has filed a wrongful death lawsuit against America's Wild West for negligence in serving alcohol to an 18-year-old and not providing adequate security. Q2 reported that Beaumont was shot and killed on February 12th, very early in the morning. Xavier Buffalo, 18, was arrested shortly after, charged with deliberate homicide, and now held at the Yellowstone County Detention Center. Attorneys for the Beaumont family point to increased calls to police for violent crimes at the business and the owners doing nothing to prevent it. A two-year-old from Ecoaca is recovering from second-degree burns from scalding water. 2Q reports that Eben Whitney had knocked a cup of hot water onto himself on Saturday. The child and his mother, Casey, had been life-flighted to Salt Lake City with burns to nearly 15% of his body. Since the incident, parents Casey and Seth Whitney have received support from the community, and a GoFundMe has been set up to cover expenses. That's the Montana News Minute. I'm Travis Swee. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. We'll see a mix of clouds and sunshine across the area for today as high temperatures range from the upper 20s in Bozeman to the mid-30s in the Billings area. For tonight, we can expect partly cloudy and quiet conditions. Temperatures falling off to about 9 above in Bozeman to the upper teens in Billings. The outlook into Thursday does call for a mix of clouds and sunshine. Temperatures headed up to about 36 at Bozeman to the lower 40s in the Billings area. On Thursday night, increasing clouds, chance for snow showers late, mainly towards Bozeman. Lows in the upper teens in Bozeman to the upper 20s in Billings. And then with mostly cloudy skies on Friday, we'll see some light snow showers around the area. High temperatures from the upper 20s in Bozeman to the upper 30s to around 40 degrees in Billings. Still could see some snow showers lingering into Friday. As electric cooperatives oppose any effort or study in support of dam breaching because of how vital this clean, renewable power source is to our members. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana. Statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. March 1st. Holy cow. Here we are. It's already March 1st of uh, 2023, 3123. Here we are. Uh, Did you guys know that uh, Billings, Montana has the nickname the Magic City? Now, I'm sure there's a cool story behind it, but I've never liked that nickname. I think it goes back to my days uh, working in TV, working at the TV station, and it was like, the Magic City, the Magic City. It was like, oh, oh, I just, I do not like the nickname. I don't know. just kind of sounds hokey if you ask me. But there was this, uh, this was the headline I was, I was searching for yesterday as we ended up talking about crime, crime rates and more. Murder in the Magic City. Rising homicide rate may be new normal. Uh, and I, w- I want to go back to this headline here because, first off, it's just the, the fair thing to do. It's the right thing to do. I know it's not the easy thing to do. The easy thing to do would just be to sit back and say, oh, yeah, Lori Lightfoot, ha, Chicago, what a mess Chicago is. Oh, yeah, they got rid of her. Yeah, good job, Chicago, shy town, baby. But the fact is, is we've got Democrat-run cities towns, if you want to call them, in Montana that also have some problems of our own. And yes, if you call it the Magic City or just Billings, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know what? You've got Democrats running the city of Billings as well. Now, now, still got uh, Republican county commissioners, thankfully, but you've got Democrats running the city of Billings, and and you've got you've got Democrats running the city council, and you've got Democrats basically running the city administration right now as well. You've got Democrats that are appointing people 
uh, on the Law Enforcement uh, Advisory Board, Oversight Board, whatever the official name is, Charlie Loveridge could probably call in and tell us about it because I remember Charlie Loveridge made a great point. That's right, Charlie Loveridge. It's like uh, I feel like I should do uh, some Dave Chappelle spin off his name whenever I say the name uh, Charlie Loveridge here. But Charlie made a good point. He's like, you've got these anti-police left-wing activists that are on this oversight board for our police officers. So you, you basically got anti-police people that are the ones that are supposed to be there to help our police and to help our, our police department. And, and so, again, I, I, I want to make the point. We can sit back here and say, oh, yeah, Chicago. Oh, yeah, New York City. You know, New York City got rid of a bad mayor, too, Bill de Blasio. And we thought this uh, Eric Adams guy would be better. He's, he's a woke mess as well. I mean, he's better than de Blasio, but he's still a woke mess. And that's the thing. It's like, okay, so there, Chicago is getting rid of Lori Lightfoot. But, but what other Democrats going to screw things up next? Uh, that, that's, I mean, that's the sad reality for these cities like Chicago is like, you know, it has to get that bad before they finally kick a Democrat to the curb. But even then, they're most likely just going to replace it with another Democrat who, you know, things are still going to be bad, but they won't be that bad anymore. Uh, and, and so, yeah, again, I want to go there. This is the headline from the, the Villains Gazette from uh, I think it was two days ago. Murder in the Magic City, rising homicide rate may be the new normal. And then there's been headlines out of Bozeman as well about the rising crime in Bozeman. I, we were talking about uh, this uh, this story the other day, too, where they're like, hey, don't leave your gun in the car. If you leave your gun in the car, it's going to get stolen. It's going to get stolen in Bozeman. That's the warning from law enforcement. Uh, and so... So, again, like we we can't just sit back and just celebrate that the people of Chicago are, are going to see a little bit of relief here because we need relief here in in parts of Montana as well from these Democrat run cities in these Democrat run towns. Uh, anyway, Kevin Cork had a good summary here of of uh, Lori Lightfoot losing the election in Chicago. Here you go. Just four years ago, Lori Lightfoot won every single ward in the city runoff and then made history, becoming the first black and first openly gay female mayor in the city's history. But Lightfoot is on her way to becoming the first Windy City mayor to lose re-election in about 40 years. Paul Vallis, a former Chicago public school CEO, has more than 30 percentage points. He'll advance to the runoff. He's expected to face... Brandon Johnson, the current Cook County Commissioner, former school teacher, Lori Lightfoot, meanwhile, came in third with just more than 16% of the vote. Oh, there he goes. He is, as Kevin Cork tells us here from Fox News, she's black, she's gay. Ah, but she is a she. She's a biological she. So it's okay that they kicked her to the curb. Just want everybody to know that. I, I, I don't want anybody to lose their minds. I don't want anybody to freak out and start, you know, screaming and crying like you're, you're at the uh, 2016 Hillary Clinton election night party. Uh, it's okay because she is an actual biological she. So don't worry. We didn't kick the first uh, transgender mayor of Chicago to the curbs. So, uh, uh, yeah, they, 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 get, they get more angry about that kind of stuff, don't they, than, than they do about people uh, being murdered, than they do about people being carjacked, than they do about the failing public schools in Chicago and elsewhere across this country. 
Uh, in fact, it, it, proof positive that they don't care about the failing public schools in Chicago is the guy who's probably going to be the next mayor was responsible for the failing public schools of Chicago. Now, maybe he did better than the other failed uh, superintendents of the public schools of Chicago. But uh, again, this is the Democrat Party's philosophy today is no matter how bad things get, uh, well, they still can't vote for a Republican. They still can't vote for a conservative. The funniest take I heard in the last uh, last 12 hours about this whole Chicago mayor race, though, was Lawrence Jones on Fox and Friends earlier this morning. You know, because Lori Lightfoot likes to dance in the streets as uh, crime skyrockets. She's dancing in the streets. Lawrence Jones was like, Man, she doesn't even have rhythm. She's an embarrassment under events or at the door. For more information, contact Dick Vince at 406-672-9207. Good morning, everybody. It's time for your Daybreak Egg Report. I'm Russell Nimitz, and thanks for being with us here on the Western Egg Network. Well, in the wake of another confirmed case of atypical BSE last week in Brazil, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association is calling on USDA to take immediate action to indefinitely suspend beef imports out of the South American country. This morning, our network's Lane Nordland has more from Washington, D.C. Russell, as of this broadcast, USDA has not halted beef imports from Brazil into the United States. And that is something that the National Cattlemen's Beef Association has wanted to occur for several years now. NCBA's Ethan Lane. We've been asking since 2021 for USDA to halt Brazilian beef imports into the United States. We're asking yet again in a letter we sent yesterday to USDA. Uh, we have this mounting body of evidence. We have international scrutiny. And yet, with all of that, we still saw Brazil take 35 days to report this case. You heard that right. It took Brazil 35 days to report this case of atypical BSE. NCBA says a halt of beef imports from Brazil must occur to protect the U.S. cattle herd. Uh, everyone else in the world that produces beef reports these cases within a matter of hours or a day or two. We saw, in fact, cases in both the Netherlands and Spain around the same time as this case. Both of those followed that same protocol. In Brazil, it was 35 days between the time they, they logged this positive BSE case back on January 19th and the final reporting here uh, just last week. This is a problem that we've seen play out over and over again for 10 years plus now, and it really is indicative of systematic problems with what we would call their central competent authority in Brazil uh, to report these cases in a timely manner. As I mentioned, as of this broadcast, USDA has not halted beef imports from Brazil. Back to you, Russell. All right, thanks a lot, Lane. Now, in the meantime, NCBA, along with the U.S. Cattlemen's Association and RCAF USA, are also supporting legislation introduced by Senators John Tester of Montana and Mike Rounds of South Dakota calling for suspension of beef imports into the United States out of Brazil. Stay with us. We'll have more egg news right after this. Ranchers Wednesday, March 22nd is Peterson Grain and Cattle Company's 17th annual production sale at the ranch north of Haver, Montana. Selling our 65 Angus bulls and 14 heifers. Sire groups include Square B True North, Sitz Barricade, Sitz Stellar, PGC Forge, Woodhill Blueprint, and Basin Payway. These bulls will sire durable functional cattle and opportunities for high quality replacement females. Sale time is 1 o'clock, also carried live on Northern Livestock Video. For more information and videos, visit Peterson Grain and cattle.com 
Farmers know a thing or two about being tough, and they hold their wheat to that same standard. Their fields need to be able to take on anything because there's no telling what tomorrow has in store. That's why Westbred brand wheat offers varieties like WB9590 and WB9719. Both offer high yield potential, standability, and are balanced with protein. Meet your standards of excellence. Plant Westbred. Performance may vary. Well, according to the USDA's initial outlook on the 2023 and 2024 crops, U.S. farmers are forecast to plant 91 million acres of corn or up 2.4 million acres from last year. Soybean acres will basically hold steady at 87.5 million acres, while wheat production is expected to be up 14% from the previous year. Meanwhile, USDA is also forecasting lower wheat, corn, and soybean prices as production increases. For the Western Egg Network, I'm Russell Nimitz. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, I still haven't even organized all my show prep here yet, but that's all right. You know, there was a, a story that I was going to start with, I, you know, because it's like, yeah, this this Lori Lightfoot story, it's just, it's the easy button. It's the easy story to talk about today, right? And it's a story that we should talk about. I mean, don't get me wrong here. We need to talk about this. We need to highlight the destruction that is taking place to America's great cities uh, as the mob is taking control uh, when, and just the, just the outright failure of of the democrat party and and the destruction that these soros-backed prosecutors have caused to our great cities uh in in some towns all across america here as well we have to talk about it and uh, but 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 again it's just kind of the easy button to just to point to chicago and to point to new york and to point to portland i mean i was talking about how portland Man, they've, they've just had such dramatic uh, increases in, in crime in Portland that they've just absolutely uh, destroyed Portland. And, and by the way, one story that I, I printed up yesterday that we, we didn't even talk about here is uh, there was a Fox News story where the Greater Idaho Movement to absorb conservative rural counties from, from Oregon is gaining momentum. A campaign to have rural eastern Oregon effectively secede from the blue state and join more conservative Idaho is gaining steam as leaders from both states express support for relocating the border between them. Uh, so that's a, that's a very interesting that that, that, that uh, conversation is moving forward even further. I think that might be something that I'll talk about in in Dillon on Saturday night at the Lincoln Reagan dinner as well because I think it ties in with this broader conversation of what's going on in America right now. But there, another story that I was going to talk about this morning, uh, and uh, we'll get to your phone calls as well too. I see we already got somebody calling in, uh, but yeah, the number for you two nine four zero nine seventy. There were a couple of other headlines that caught my eye earlier this morning. There was a Wall Street Journal piece about how uh, Brazil, the South American uh, country of Brazil, allowed Iranian ships to port in Brazil. And then what was the other headline that I saw? Oh, Iran. I think this was another Wall Street Journal report that's uh, being uh, published in other uh, 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 outlets as well here. Iran is very Hannity talked about this last night. Iran is is much much closer uh, to having a, a nuclear weapon capability, uh, given the fissile material that they've got right now. So those two headlines combined: Iran closer to having a nuke, and uh, you had Brazil, 
which now has a leftist leader, which is uh, more closely tied to the communist Chinese. Remember, you remember the, the liberal media despised Jair Bolsonaro, the previous president, because see, he worked very closely with President Trump. And, and he was a Trump-style president down in Brazil. So you had Twitter. Here you had Twitter not only colluding against the president of the United States, but remember, the other thing we learned from Elon Musk is that Twitter was interfering in the elections in Brazil as well to install a pro-China president, who we now found out has allowed Iranian warships to port in Brazil. That's what the left is doing in America. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. There's disagreement with some other agencies, uncertainty in others, but FBI Director Chris Wray confirms the Bureau believes COVID-19 came from a Chinese lab leak. The FBI has for quite some time now assessed that the origins of the pandemic are most likely a potential lab incident in Wuhan. It's on Fox's special report with Brett Baer. Extra pandemic-related food assistance through the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program ends today. The monthly SNAP benefits will go back to levels based on income and household size. The average recipient will get about $90 less per month than they did under the emergency allotments. And some households could see a reduction of $250 or more. Some states may opt to use their own funds to make up the benefit difference. Fox's Tanya J. Powers, 18 states had already stopped distributing the extra benefits. America's listening to Fox News. Yeah, there you, there you go. That's the other big story in the national news today. The FBI director says, yeah, the COVID-19 came from the lab in China. Well, golly, golly, Gomer, I guess I guess I could have been the director of the FBI since we all kind of knew that three years ago, for Pete's sake. Now, uh, Republican Senator Josh Hawley out of Missouri, he is uh, he is on point on several topics, but he is he is calling for them to release and declassify this information that points the finger at China. Why are they so afraid to do so? Do we have an administration that is compromised when it comes to the communist Chinese? All right, man, lots to talk about this morning here, but of course we always like to hear what you want to talk about here on Montana Talks. So let's jump into the phone lines. Tim in Billings, up early and Adam as usual. Good to hear from you, Tim. Good morning, Aaron. So, uh, I had sent you two video links here recently, and one of them was that, that walrus and the carpenter clip. I don't know if you had a chance to oh, watch yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if, you don't, if you don't look at that walrus and think John Tester and the Democrats, uh, I Ta- don't know. Tehran John. <laughs> yeah, Tehran John. I was talking about Iran, and I, I should have mentioned Tehran John Tester, who supported the Iran nuke deal. We can, we can have him That's to right. thank that. We can have him to thank that Iran is closer to a nuclear weapon, right? Absolutely, you know, anything for a buck and to uh, do what Joe, uh, Chuck Schumer wants, right? Yeah, but, uh, exactly. The other, the other video clip that I sent you that I thought was great was uh, it was from the Steve Deese show, and Steve Deese is affiliated with uh, Blaze TV, the Glenn Beck organization. Yeah, and it was what uh, what people in Pocatello, Idaho, did when their um, when their library decided they were going to do a drag queen story hour. Did you have a chance to watch that? I didn't. Yeah, what did they do? Oh, my gosh, it was great. So there was a couple of preachers and pastors and other faith leaders. And it was from various churches. So I don't know if they were all the same, the same, you know, congregations or, or you know, they're different congregations. I don't know if they were, the, you know, the same different organizations of Christianity or if they were just, you know, different churches. But yeah. either way, what what these folks did is once this uh, 
Drag Queen Story Hour was announced, these, uh, these faith leaders got together and they got a group of volunteers. And what they did is they found out exactly how many chairs there was going to be at, the, uh, at this uh, Drag Queen Story Hour in the library. And they got there early and they filled up every chair and they sat there with their Bibles and they just waited. And as soon as the, uh, as soon as the performers, the quote-unquote performers, were about to start their show, one of the leaders stood up and, and went to the uh, librarian, and, and as he put it, it, it was great. Like, and being the dutiful bureaucrat that they were, they were told that the occupancy exceeded the the, uh, the, the fire code occupancy limit for the fire code, and so they had to kick out everybody who wasn't in a seat. So oh. all of these parents who had drugged <laughs> the kids there and had to wait out in the hallway. They all had to get removed from the building because the occupancy limit had been exceeded, and these parents oh, were all funny. upset, you know. And and then so the uh, kids so got as, so as the, the kids p- got protected by the. We, oh, we got to run. Hold on. Hey, if you're heading to the Home Improvement Show, you can register to win two pints of beer to Thirsty Street Brewing, compliments of Newman Restoration, and two $5 gift cards to the Montana Melt Food Truck, compliments of Montana Melt. You'll also be registered for the grand prize drawing for an interior-exterior window cleaning plus bonus dryer vent cleaning, courtesy of Alpine Window Clean. Register by sending us a message on the Montana Talks app. Send us a message for your chance to win. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, no, that break uh, that break surprised me, too. I mean, I knew the break was coming. I was even watching the clock. I got a funny message uh, from our producer, Travis, here. He said, uh, sorry, I was enjoying Tim's story. Uh, so I, he must have, I, I thought he played, I thought, Travis, I thought you played the bumper music. I just thought I just lost track of the time there. Yeah, because uh, I knew the break was coming, and I was about to warn Tim, hey, we got 30 seconds before the hard break. But yeah, Travis and I, we, enjoy, we were enjoying Tim's story so much that uh well we ran right into the uh into the hard break there but uh tim thanks for sticking around so so yeah pocatello idaho steve dace was talking about this steve dace i guess that's how you say his last name i said his name wrong he joined us on the radio show here because he was the uh lincoln reagan speaker in yellowstone county last year but uh yeah he was great to chat with but so pocatello idaho uh the drag king the drag queens wanted to target the kids uh with one of their performances and so a bunch of local uh denominations church folks etc basically go in and they they take up all the seats and then they tell the librarian uh hey uh you're over fire code limits so if people aren't in their seats they can't be in here so uh so the all those parents who wanted to abuse the kids uh weren't able to do so apparently huh absolutely and and so you know, not to be deterred, the the the, uh, the the drag queens they were gonna they were gonna put on their show. So there was a couple of stories read. Apparently, there was somebody playing a ukulele, and and uh, but they weren't real happy about it. They didn't have the the typical exuberance they normally do. And, and I guess my question is, you know, if all they care about is awareness and inclusivity and tolerance, they should have had the same. The same 
bubbly personalities they normally would, but since they couldn't target hit their target audience, the kids to groom them, you know, they weren't exactly uh, happy. And and the people in the crowd, they never once applauded. All they did was sit and quietly read their Bibles and pray. And uh, you know, it's as that you want to talk about spiritual warfare. That was on. That was on. You know, tap right there that day. That day, and and I just, it, you know, you were talking about how you and Travis were listening to the story that that Steve Days. He was he was saying how giddy he was. He had he had read the story five times, and he just every time he read it, he got more and more giddy because this is exactly how we need to counter this kind of stuff. Is if we find out that this stuff is happening. People need to organize, get together, and uh, take up every seat possible in those places and, and protect these children from getting exposed to these sickos. Well, it's yeah, it's just crazy. You know, it's like uh, – so I, w- I was noticing this on Twitter this morning earlier too. And just to make this point here that, hey, you know, you and I have have our Christian beliefs and we don't pretend to be preachers or anything like that. But uh, – but, but but here's the deal like these folks on the left they're getting so crazy about this that there are even folks out there who are in the gay community that are saying what in the heck like we're not trying to target kids here what is it with you what what is it with the LGBTQ movement as a whole which is which is trying to target these kids uh Tim Adams who's a uh, kind of a conservative activist here here in Montana uh he uh he is gay and he, he was responding to this story where, uh, you know, there was a story about the bill to create uh, the definition for sex so that so that men can't come in and take away sports opportunities for women. And and basically he said this, the idea that the entire state should be run like Missoula is a constant sore spot for Democrat Missoulians. Please tell me why the entire state should be expensive, corrupt, undemocratic, and unsafe like Missoula. That's what Tim Adams had to say here. But but he's made that point. He says he says why are you guys trying to target kids? Uh, now, Tim, that's a great story. Thanks so much for for sharing that with us uh, here this morning. You got a story you want to share? You got something you want to talk about? Give us a ring four zero six two nine four zero nine seventy. Now, thankfully, that bill in the Montana State Legislature. Uh, to protect kids from this type of nonsense has already passed. Uh, I believe it was in the State House of Representatives, uh, so uh, we'll await action in the uh, in the State Senate. And, of course, uh, Jeff Lasloff with the Montana Family Foundation helping to lead the charge uh, on, on that and so many other issues that are out there right now. Uh, so Lori Lightfoot, she uh, first mayor in 40 years of Chicago to lose – her re-election effort. She only got like 16% of the vote. Uh, this is the radical leftist Lori Lightfoot. She checks a, a couple of woke check boxes. She's black and she's gay, but apparently she needed to identify as the other sex because she's not woke enough. They're kicking her to the curb in the midst of this skyrocketing crime, murder, and more in Chicago. Kaylee McEnany, who was uh, the... Uh, uh, the press secretary for former President Donald Trump, you know, she had her her run ins with Lori Lightfoot when she was at the podium and she was on Hannity last night as the news began to break that uh, Lori Lightfoot was losing reelection. I yeah. stood at the podium in the White House and I called out Chicago's crime because in the Trump White House, we cared about the victims of crime. She responded and called me a Karen. 
So she had enough Ooh. time to call out the White House press secretary as a Karen rather than focusing on crime in her city. So I loved your dance moves. That was fun to watch on TikTok, although they really weren't. They weren't good. Um, but <laughs> sorry, Karen here, you lost. Uh, ouch. All right. Oh, you know what? Let me pause it there for just a second here on this Karen line. Now, my my beautiful mom's name is Karen, uh, so full disclosure here. What you, you know? That's why I, I, you won't hear me make the, the Karen jokes. Uh, I, I may not be that smart, but uh, but I anyway. So you think about what what Kaylee McEnany was just uh, describing there. Kaylee McEnany is talking about the massive crime spike in Chicago. Under the gun control, high crime city of Chicago, under uh, the failed leadership of Lori Lightfoot and the Democrats that preceded her. And Lori Lightfoot calls her a Karen. What did Lori Lightfoot basically do? What is the term when, when, when leftists use this term Karen? They're referring to a stereotypical white woman. So Lori Lightfoot uses a racist attack because Lori Lightfoot was being called out for her failed policies. Lori Lightfoot wasn't being called out because she's black, wasn't being called out because she's gay. Heck, Donald Trump, uh, he had a great ambassador, uh, Rick Grinnell, who became a national security advisor. Rick Grinnell was gay. Uh so Lori Lightfoot wasn't being called out because she was black or because she was gay. Lori Lightfoot was being called out because of her awful policies and the huge spike in crime. And who who most likely were the victims of her policies? Black Americans in Chicago. I, I got to remind you of that. Lori Lightfoot responds with this racist, racist attack. I, let me put this in perspective here. It would be like it would be like. It, you know, instead of using the term Karen, what if somebody responded to Lori Lightfoot and said, well, here she goes acting like a Shaniqua, right? It would be disgusting. It would be despicable. Everybody and their mama would be calling it racist. But you can you can attack white women just like that without even blinking, without even blinking. She should have been run out of office three years ago. But uh, they, they finally ran her out last night. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'll just I'll just place money on the fact that who, whoever the next mayor is won't be as bad as Lori Lightfoot, but will still be bad nonetheless. Uh, all right, let's see. Four zero six two nine four zero nine seventy is the number for you. Uh, Tim and Billings was talking about uh, these uh, drag show performances targeting kids you know the uh, radical left even here in montana like uh, democrats in the legislature are also trying to target kids with these radical transgender surgeries you know where they'll chop off body parts uh give them uh drugs that might lead to sterilization or osteoporosis well uh mississippi republican governor tate reeves has now signed into law a, a measure that bans these uh, sex altering or these gender you can't alter sex that's DNA that bans gender altering surgeries for kids under 18 here's the report from Gernal Scott Governor Reeves before signing the measure that takes effect now said his state will not be where gender transition is an option for adolescents no child in Mississippi will have these drugs or surgeries 
pushed upon them. In addition, the law bans gender confirmation surgeries that alters physical features in line with gender identity. Governor Reeves hopes this inspires other states. To take a stand on behalf of our nation's kids. Opponents of the law cite studies that say a teen's mental state improves when their gender change is their choice. Gernal Scott, Fox News. All right, yeah, so Mississippi uh, got the job done. I'm hoping uh, Montana is not too far behind either, especially as we face that uh, transmittal deadline this uh, Friday. But, of course, uh, a key measure has already advanced in one chamber of the Montana legislature, so that's the good news here. All right, quick break. Phone lines are open for you, 406-294-0970, or you can send us a message on the Montana Talks app. Your morning cup of Sean. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. We now have on the one hand, we have the White House finally admitting the obvious, and that was that COVID-19 was in fact developed by Chinese scientists at the Wuhan Institute of Virology through gain-of-function research. The only people that are taking issue with it is John Kirby. I'm sorry, not John Kirby, Jake Sullivan, and Corinne Jean-Pierre. They're the only ones. Well, we're not really sure yet. No, we're pretty sure now because the Biden Energy Department confirmed it and the FBI has confirmed it. You know, what do you want it on a silver platter? You know, we knew from the beginning that they did gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Virology Lab. We knew that they did coronavirus research. No, but it likely came from a wet market. No, it likely did not come from a wet market. The conservative underground meets later today on the Sean Hannity Show. Hey, this year you can finally get started on that home makeover that you deserve. Now you can upgrade to sleek new window coverings thanks to our friends at Blinds.com. Right now, save up to 40% off site-wide on premium custom window treatments. And if you need help in your selection, well, talk to a Blinds.com professional design expert. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 40% off site-wide, up to 40% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a qual- Thompson Pools. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest. Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Serving the great state of Montana. From the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, you know, speaking of Lori Lightfoot and the destruction of America's great cities uh, by the liberal mob and by these Democrat mayors and these uh, Soros-backed prosecutors, how did I forget to bring this story up yesterday when John Jackson was in the house with us? I, I even, like, marked it. I put I put JJ for the initials uh, in the corner of this the printout so that I would remember, hey, ask John Jackson if he's heard about this story. And I totally forgot. 
Uh, well, partly, uh, not only did I forget, but, man, he had a stack of stuff to talk about. I had a stack of stuff to talk about. We had a bunch of callers call in and jump in on the conversation. So the hour just flew by yesterday in the in the 8 o'clock hour of the show. So, uh, so in my defense, I tried to get to as many of your phone calls as possible, as, as we always do. So sometimes I don't always get to my stuff because we want to hear from you, and we want to make sure that you get a chance to be heard here on this show as well. It's called Montana Talks for a reason. Uh, let me do a quick calendar recon here. I've been having so much fun BSing with you here this morning. I haven't even told you. Oh, yeah, we do. Uh, let's see. Uh, plenty of time to take your phone calls. If you want to call in right now, I might be able to sneak you on before we wrap up the hour. Uh, got text Janicek from Safari Club International, the Montana chapter, dropping by around 710. But other than that, I think until 9 a.m., we'll have the phone lines open uh, for anything and everything you want to talk about here on the show. But this was the story i can't believe i forgot to ask john jackson about this one so you know the squad members in congress the anti-police uh, squad members the defund the police squad members you, you know the most famous one is probably aoc alexandria ocasio cortez and then there's of course ilhan omar the radical islamist from minnesota with their anti-Semitic remarks and more. Uh, but there's also Democrat Missouri Representative Cori Bush. She's another one of these defund the police Democrats. <laughs> and uh, anyway, uh, the, the Daily Caller has the story here. Democrat representative who supported defund the police marries a private security guard. So you remember, taxpayers have been funding, uh, or, or was it her campaign dollars? Was she, was she using campaign dollars? Uh, either way. She she doesn't want you to be able to defend yourself uh, with your own guns. She doesn't want you to be defended by law enforcement because she supports defund the police. But she makes sure that she has private security guards, guys with guns, guarding her. And one of the guys who has been one of her security guards, she just got married to. Uh, she, she's getting married to him. So uh, got married to uh, her private security guard in a private ceremony in uh, St. Louis uh, earlier uh, in February, uh, earlier last month. So there you go. <laughs> the, the funniest thing I saw on this story, I think it was Greg Price who sent this out via Twitter. And, you know, he said, you know, it brings a uh, brings a whole new meaning to F the police, uh, which is a line often used by by these defund the police activists. So uh, she's literally in bed now with a private armed security guard. But she doesn't want you to be able to defend your own home. She doesn't want you to have a gun in your bedroom. She doesn't want you to have law enforcement a few minutes away to come help you uh, in the event of an emergency. But, boy, she's got she's got a gun in her bedroom now, doesn't she? Sure she does. Uh, sure she does. Uh, speaking of Portland, Oregon as well, and, you know, uh, cities that have been destroyed by Democrats. Uh, I, I talked about Portland a little bit yesterday, but anyway, uh, there's a piece at foxnews.com that just came out here as well. Crime turned Portland into a hollowed-out shell. And so now uh, these counties that surround Portland, Oregon, well, they're not experiencing the same crime surge that Portland is. So they're trying to figure out how do they make sure that they do not turn into a Portland, Oregon? How do they how do they make sure that the crime does not head their direction uh, just like it has uh, taken root in Portland itself? 
Uh, so, uh, yeah, anyway, lots to talk about this morning here. Uh, we'll have time to take your calls in the 7 o'clock hour, plus texts uh, text from Safari Club International, the Montana chapter. They got their banquet coming up right around the corner. So uh, we'll talk guns and more. I love this song. I love nachos. Loving everything? You might be buzzed. You know what I'd love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzz warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.